Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, April 17th, 2012. We're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Okay, we're cool. <laughs> Got it. Your boy did not want to see us go today. Nope. Nope. He was uh, clinging on. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Um. Did Mom finally distract him? Yeah, she was getting him chocolate milk, and I was uh, like, yeah, I don't fucking care about you. Yeah. Oh, chocolate. Wow. Chocolate milk. Yeah. yeah chocolate milk in the equation. Yeah, <laughs> that that adds up to something entirely yeah. different. Yeah, tell you what, how about you fuck off for a second and drink some chocolate milk? <laughs> <laughs> and we took our fucking off opportunity, <laughs> and yeah. off we went. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, did you find your old game? I found my old game, but I couldn't get it working. Oh, I'm not okay. quite sure right. why. And now, explain the game again to me. It's first. It's called First Expedition. Okay, and this is from. This is circa. And this is circa eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Okay, yeah. so year I was bornish. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's. I think <laughs> yeah, those are the two best things that happened to me that year. <laughs> there was the game. There was and that then you. game and you. And a close second. In, in that order. <laughs> right. In that order. Um. <laughs> now the funny thing is, I think the game. I'm trying to remember. I must have been working at uh, Crazy Irving Microsystems at the time. Sure. And uh, <laughs> a store known for what? Uh, we had a well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, essentially, we boosted software. That's, that's what, what, that's we what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> So we did it. <laughs> so crazy. That'd be like if I set up a store downtown and it's just like crazy Francois, you know, software store, and then it was just all ripped copies, you know, on like well, the equivalent, un un unburned DVDs. Well, that's it. Well, the equivalent would be having, like, you know, what's a DVD cost? 20 bucks? Uh, a DVD, like a package of DVDs? No, nah, like a, like a, you know, like a latest, uh, you know, Gladiator oh, oh, okay. or whatever. Uh, yeah, probably nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so twenty bucks, twenty five bucks tops, right? Yeah. For the for the for really, the for newest the big, release for the blockbusters. Yeah. Twenty four ninety nine. Uh, twenty five bucks. So yeah. it'd be like if you joined my club, right? And I and for four dollars, right? I rented you some software the movie right the movie and some software that would copy the movie for you and a blank cd <laughs> okay and that's and uh and that would be well that's that was our second business model our first business model was instead of the movie because we didn't want the movies leaving the store right we would loan you as a club member we would loan you and out we were a movie evaluating club okay and i would make a copy for you to go home and evaluate right and then you were to destroy that copy in 10 days uh interesting 
then that was the business model. Oh, okay. So, and and surely every every honest person. You could either destroy it or you could bring it back. Okay. <coughs> so that's what that. So we would copy it for you in the totally in the store, and we had some very sophisticated software copying machines. Sure. <laughs> and uh, and that was our original business model. Okay. And once that became totally illegal. Uh. Well. Uh. A particular company, Borland, uh, not Borland, whoever wrote DBase. DBase? DBase. Okay. Software DBase. Can't remember the name of them right now. I think it started with a B or D or something. I don't know. Uh, Complained to the RCMP that we were infringing on their copyright, which we clearly were. (laughs) But I'll tell you, it wasn't illegal in Canada at the time. Okay. Um, I was not participating in an illegal activity. Right. No. So, but what they did was they asked the the government to well, look. It had in, to be right on the brink of software. It was, People it was didn't right, know how to handle it. It, it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and and so they asked the so they petitioned that Lotus Notes Lotus, which yeah. was a I think a company owned by maybe Harvard University. Okay. Uh, not shy of lawyers that school. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. D- whoever did DBase. Yep. Ashton Tate. I remember now. Okay. Ashton Tate and uh, one other company I can't remember petitioned the government, the Canadian government, to look into the practice of software evaluation okay. a- as it related to the copyright laws. And would they please update their laws and make it illegal? Okay. Pursuant to that. The RCMP, right, uh, which is like the Canadian equivalent of the FBI, okay, showed up at our store one day. Do they wear the hats? Uh, I'm sure when they're in formal dress regalia, but they, none of these guys were wearing hats. They were wearing suits. <clears throat> no, they all looked like uh, mm, the brawny man. No, they all looked like thugs. Actually, to be quite honest with you, they kind of look like mafia toughs. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Um, came into our store one day brandishing their badges. and They got there about... So they weren't wearing suits? No. No formal dress at all? Now, the guy who detained me had, was wearing a leather jacket and sort of one of those uh, uh, Irish, you know... Flat caps that they wear, leather caps that they wear. <laughs> that <laughs> really was, is thuggish. Yeah, and he was a tough, you know, he, he, his arms were too big for his leather jacket. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And, uh. You sure it was the RCMP? Yes. Okay. Well, no. But, <laughs> I mean, in the end, no. You, you know, how can you, you know, do I know what an RCMP badge looks like? Not really. Okay. So. <coughs> I don't had one encounter with them before. Oh no, that was uh, CSIS. Yeah, so no, I guess I really didn't know what they looked like. Right. So anyway, and they came, and they they convinced me that they were, you know, that they had the credentials and sure, the bona fides. And uh, so I uh, so, but they got there before I got there. I see. And instead of coming in the front door, there was a back way to enter our building through another building that cut off some snow walking in the cold weather time. Sure. <laughs> and I always took that. I often took that. 
Yeah. And so I came in through the back door. They were not aware that I had arrived. Oh. But my assistant manager, uh, Richard L., Sure. came running back to me and said, the RCMP is here, they're confiscating everything, and they're detaining us until further notice. (laughs) 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 And I walked right over to the main store computer with all the customer files on it. Nice. And I wiped it. Sweet. Deep wipe. Deep wipe. (laughs) (laughs) We had really good scrubbing software. Nice. More sophisticated than was around at the time. Sweet. And I just went, bing! And in about... (laughs) Like you see in the movies? (laughs) Kind of. You know? Kind of like that. And I didn't even think about it, though. It was funny. I just walked... I walked right over to my computer. Yeah. And I uh, took it up, and I went, bing! And I got rid of the... The entire drive. I wiped the whole thing. Right. I had no records. <clears throat> but all the names, addresses, and phone numbers of all our customers were on there. Right. All the club members. Club members, <laughs> sure. So I protected the club members. Sweet. I hadn't been told anything yet. I hadn't been approached by anyone yet. Right. And then I walked out the door, and they detained me. Nice. And, you know, said we're confiscating everything. You're under, you know. You're, so they I said, am I under arrest? And he, he said, no, you're not under arrest, but we're detaining you until we finish what we're doing here. Uh, see, in America, that's under arrest now. And he said, he said, uh, and after about 20 minutes mm-hmm. of being there, we were just sitting there. You know, right. we ca- I called the boss, told him <clears throat> what was going on. Crazy Irving. Mm-hmm. Who is where? Uh, Florida. No, he was actually in Miami. Town. He was in town at the time. I'm sure he went shortly after, but right. at the time he was he was in town. Uh, and I think he was a little bit manic, depressive. Sure. Which is what they call which is what they call bipolar now. Right. But I don't. Uh, but we didn't have bipolar back then. We had manic depressive. Okay. So. And the minute people began to understand the term, they had to change it. Sure. Because it carried a stigma. Uh, did you catch him on an update? Or? <laughs> yeah, he was on an update, actually. You know, funny enough, he was. I never saw him down. Oh, all right. I only ever saw him up, and uh, but I know he struggled. Okay. Anyway, and he was a smart dude. Right. And his brother was a smart dude, too. A lawyer, as it turns out. <laughs> which was useful for us in this <laughs> yeah, I was about instance. to say. So, so anyway, so but after about 20 minutes, they had pretty much rounded up everything they needed, they which did. was pretty much everything we had in the store. <clears throat> and uh, including your totally useless now main computer. Yeah. And all of our software and all of this stuff and the copying machines and the blah blah and everything cool. else. And uh, and they they said, uh, okay, we're pretty much done here. Uh, everyone can go except for you. Point meaning me. Right. He said, uh, turns out there's a a bench warrant for you, and we're not arresting you, but we're detaining you here until the police get here. 
So ah crap. <laughs> so there's a bench warrant for you. Yeah, there was a bench warrant for me, and I didn't know what for. Sure. Uh, I know. I, I asked him. I said, "What for?" He said, "I don't, we don't know." We're the we would have no way of knowing F that. We're the FBI. We don't uh, we don't meddle in local police affairs. Uh, so the RCMP. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I said, "Okay." I said, "Can I go?" He said, "No." I said, "All right." So we waited, and oh, and everybody was leaving. Right. And uh, I said, can I use the phone? And he said, no. And so I, I had a, my, a little book on me with every all everybody's number, you know, like a little phone book. That was sure. back in the days before cell phones were, you know, so. Right. That little phone book. I tossed it to Richard as he was leaving. Right. I tossed it to him. And I said, call everybody in the book until you get somebody to come bail me out. Right. <laughs> oh, and I think that was after the police had showed up. So the police had showed up and they were arresting me, which, by the way, they took me outside, handcuffed me, oh, put yeah. me in the back of the patrol car like I was going to run or something. Right. You didn't just kind of go like, uh, hey, I'm cooperating. Can I said, I'll go, I said I'll, I'll go with you. You know, I said, I'm not going to. He said, no, we have to do it. <laughs> Everyone's going to think we're pussies if they don't see us <laughs> handcuffing you. You're going to think we're going soft. That's right. So anyway, so they, they bundled me up, took me to Station 10, which is no longer Station 10, because it had such a bad reputation. Really? What kind of reputation did it have? Of, of you know, being thugs, being police thugs. Eh. You know, beating people up and that kind of stuff. Interesting. <clears throat> so they took me to Station 10, and uh, which I think it's Station 25 now. Huh. Um, it's right under the, it was right under the battle net at, uh, oh, okay. on St. Matthew, I Sure. Think. Battle net. If I'm recalling correctly. Anyway. Uh, the battle net cafe. <laughs> so, uh. You want to go fight online? <laughs> That's where you go. They took me there and, uh, and that was it. And it turns out I was being detained for, are you sitting down? Sitting down. Because when they found out, all the other criminals slid what? away from me on the bench, <laughs> riding a moped without a helmet. Ooh, riding a moped without a helmet, dude. Really? So uh, that's dangerous, man. Living life on the edge, baby. Yep. And uh, and what'd you get? Five, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> what I got was a fine for three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had paid. Right. But I couldn't prove it at the moment. Sure. <clears throat> so they held me. Yeah, because they never really give you a receipt for that kind of thing. I you, can't. Yeah, I can't. Even they, here, you just send in your money and hope that the fucking charges get dropped. Yeah. There should you, be a better system for that. I bet if you went to the town hall, you could probably get a receipt if you went to pay it there. You can, you if know. you go down to, I know if you go to the DMV, you can get a receipt because you sometimes need them to come back to court to clear your name for other things. Sure. You know, to say, yes, I fulfilled the terms of my plea bargain. I got my license reinstated. Right. Therefore, you can reduce my, you know, I've, I've had to do that here before. Right. Um. Because you, driving while license suspended carries a much bigger potential fine. Right. And potential jail time if they want. 
uh, whereas speeding or driving without your license, right. meaning you left it at home, right. is just a fine. Sure. Uh, but so anyway, they took me down to the jail, threw me into the jail, and there you sit, you know. And they said, I said, what, you know, what do I need to do? You need to get somebody to come down with 350 bucks and pay your fine. I said, okay. <laughs> you didn't go like, look, I've already, I've already paid that fine. I didn't know at the time. I couldn't remember. Sure. You know, it wasn't. T- it was years before. So did you have to? Pay, did you pay it twice? Ended up paying it twice. Oh. But here's here's what happened. So so I uh, and I talked to a lawyer after they said, well, you can fight. You can go get your money back. Right. But it's going to cost you more than three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> sure. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, Jim uh, Matthewson, uh, one, my dad and Bob's partner at Import Bazaar, yeah, uh, graciously came down. Um, you know, within half an hour, an hour. No, it must have been longer than that. I think I was there for two or three hours. Anyway, but very quickly after they got hold of him. Came down with 350 bucks and bailed me out. Oh, that's nice. And about 10 minutes later, as they were processing the paperwork and letting me out, uh, Irving had sent somebody down with cash. Okay. <laughs> so there were people there to bail me out. Nice. Yeah, you had people at your back. I had people. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and... Uh, and that's the that's it. That's what that's what happened. That's funny. Crazy era. Now I'm trying to oh. rack my brain for all the people that I could call for. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have like, a few. Uh, let's see who would come with 350 bucks and bail me out of jail. Uh, yeah. mm. Um, me pretty much. Uh, yeah, and I got you, maybe Man and Bob. There you and, go. And, uh, maybe that's two people. Is good. Uh, yeah, I got one. I got <laughs> maybe one or two other people who would probably do it. Chris would come bail me out. Chris would bail you out. Yeah, Chris would probably come down. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a long way to come, so if you got stuck here, you'd be... Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if I'm up in Canada and I get arrested, I know who He'll to come bail. Uh, but here's the thing. We were open for business. Yeah. That business had been so lucrative. Right. They had put away so much money that we were open for business... The next day. Two days after that. Wow. Um... We were, and we had, you know, we had re, the model had changed. Sure. What we did was we rented software. Right. So now, you know, as a club member, you could come in and rent software. So we had all the, you know, we bought immediately. And was it like one of those things where if they wanted to like copy it, you know, they'd be like, um, we got any equipment that kind of goes with this stuff? Well, not equipment, but we we uh, rented them as well, software, like PC uh, tools. That okay. Just, you so know, CD rippers and, well, they sure. weren't CDs. They were floppies at the time, but, right. <clears throat> you know, disc rippers. Uh, yes. Okay. But the onus was on them. Right. They had to bring the actual, we could only rent them the actual software. Right. So they had to put a deposit down on it. You know, some of the software was a thousand bucks, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they had to put a deposit down on it and they had to bring that actual copy back. So it's not like they could, you know, they, they, they could rent, they could borrow it. The pr- principle was they would borrow it, evaluate it, and bring it back. Right. Okay. But what they did when they had it 
was out of our control. Now, see, do you think that's a business model that would kind of work today if you didn't, like, rent them the software to rip it? You can still rent them the software to rip it. That business never, they never. Really? Yeah. That business still works. And it's, a, a you know, essentially it's the same principle as video rentals, right? Okay. Like, yeah. they rent you the original thing. Right. Now, they might work out some royalty system where every time it rents, we have to pay them a royalty. Sure. And they didn't at the time. <clears throat> but Because uh, I was just thinking, like, for some really expensive software, I mean, all you essentially have to do is install it on your machine. Well, right. And then and it's that's there a, and as that's long a, as your machine's going. And that's, so. of course, what people do. Okay. Yeah. And what we found was, was that people's subscriptions or memberships lasted about six months. And they were done with this. They had all the software they needed. Right. Of course, in Montreal, <clears throat> there's enough people to keep that rolling. Sure. And your machine dies, you get a new machine, you got to go get all your software again. If right. If you didn't have a copy, if you didn't make an, a backup copy of it. Cool. Right. And we actually legitimately fought for the right to make backup copies. Right. Um, so we would have the original that we would loan out and we would make a backup copy. Right. And But that backup copy was only to be used, we had to keep possession of it, and it was only to be used if the original got damaged. Okay. And we fought for that to be able to, you know, I mean, essentially protect your investment. Right. Cool. Neato. Yeah. And you're allowed to have backup copies of your software. Sweet. I mean, you are, you know, like if you have software at home, you're allowed to make a backup copy of it. Pitching. If if the software protection isn't strong enough that you, that you can't that you can't right exactly which a lot of it is now yeah I, I mean like there's always somebody out there who's breaking this stuff but yeah, but I mean that's right yeah but you can't be <coughs> you can't be in trouble for having a broken copy right right. I don't know. I got mixed feeling about the thing, you know. You got to protect the rights of the software producers. As a programmer myself, I just feel like if they min didn't make the stuff so goddamn expensive. Well, but that's you know, not your call to make. No, that's true. You know, I mean, they can make it whatever price they want. Don't buy it. Sure. You know, I, I don't know. That, that is In fact, I feel like with a lot of really great <laughs> software, I mean, stuff that's really useful and really great, I'd pay a subscription for it. Uh, I don't like the subscription model. You don't like the subscription model? No. You don't say you wouldn't say like, all right, ten bucks, I'll use it for this month, and then when this month is up, you know, since I won't need it much anymore, I won't pay the subscription, you know, and I'll only pay for it when I need it. No, I don't like that model. Really? Yeah, for two reasons. For one thing, it means I don't, don't like it. the idea you pay and 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 pay till you die. Right. I don't like that model. Uh. There's enough things in my life that are like that. The phone company. Sure. That, you know, I don't like recurring bills. I like to know I'm done with the thing. Okay. Um, I also like to own it. Sure. So I don't have to worry about it. Well, what if there were two options? What if you could own it for, you uh, know, $1,500 or you could rent it for, rent it for 10 bucks a month? I'd be better with that. Okay. I'd be better with that. I mean, there is software, you know, AutoCAD software, CAD software, that is expensive software that you need when you need. But, you know, most people don't need that. 
Sure. You know, um, I I don't know. I get mixed feelings about it. I agree with you in a sense. I don't. I don't. I think it's too expensive. I think if they if they were, uh, you know, priced it more fairly, uh, fairly is not the right word. If they priced it more reasonably, sure, they they would get huge volume increases. Okay. Because when I see software out there five ten dollars, don't hesitate to pay for it. That's true. When I see software out there thirty dollars. Pretty much buy it if I like it. Right. <clears throat> but I'm a little more cautious. When you get up to $60, $70, I'm like, only if I really need it. Sure. And you get up over $100, and I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it's it. has got to be something cheaper that does the same job. Yeah. And on Ubuntu, there it is. usually is. Because right. it's all free. And so you can make choices like that. <clears throat> um, Uh, but it's funny, I don't feel bad boosting software I would never pay for. Right. And that's not really quite right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not. It's right. a justification for right. stealing their software. Sure. So, I don't know. Got a bit of an ethical thing with it. Yeah. You um, found a moral vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> In which to live. Yep. Uh, and I have paid for a lot of software over the years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, not that you would ever boost software. Uh, I would never do ever. that. Yeah, because it would be wrong. Right. <coughs> so, uh, anyway, here we are. Now the time has come for us to get to work. For us to get the fuck to work. Ooh, you're going after this day, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> right on. And we're back. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. That guy's sign says brain tumor. Does it really? Yeah. You know, he's been out there for an awful long time for somebody with a brain tumor. Yeah, I know. And I'm not sure how brain tumor suddenly entitles you to someone else's money Mooch either. off society. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know... Uh... I mean, because, like, when I see brain tumor and you're out there for long... You know what the life expectancy on a brain tumor is? No. Six months. Uh, he's been out there longer a than A long six time, months. yeah. Um, he must be doing really well with now, his chemo. <laughs> it's, it's all the money people are giving him yeah. seems to be staving off, off the... Jesus. Quick, another quarter! Yeah. Um... Are you wearing sunglasses because you're embarrassed to be seen with a headset? No. Well, and how would that help? Well, it sort of hides your face a little bit, you know. No, it's like I had them. I, I, I had them uh, on my shirt, and they were dangling. Uh, it's okay. You can wear. I wasn't uh, trying to. Uh, no, 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 I don't need them. But just, uh, now you've offended me, and I'm taking them off. I'm sorry. I really did no, not need to. Whatever. But uh, I thought I looked cool. You know, <laughs> you totally did look cool. You look like an aviator. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could uh, these these <laughs> these could be less. Uh, if we took the ear pieces off these things, yes, and lowered the profile of the headset a little bit, we could look less like Goombas. Yes, but only slightly less. Well, because we still got the microphone coming down to the. That's down to the mouth. 
That's true, and there's no escaping that. No, not really. Unless we find some other way to do it. Yeah. Maybe we could hang a microphone right here. Then both talk this way. Right. <laughs> Just looking at each other. <laughs> I was actually looking at uh, I was trying to figure out how a condenser mic would do if we plugged it into the little microphone input. And aimed it that way? Yeah. Well, we should do some experimenting with it. I think we should. Anything to look less stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because looking cool is really our main, our main yeah. mission while we're doing this podcast. Yeah, you got to look cool. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, how was your day? Uh, my day was okay. You know, before I get on to my day, sure. I was just thinking that, you know, like if, if you transported us back in time 50 years, we would look fucking super cool. Yes. Yeah, because all this technology would seem like magic. Like magic. Yeah. That's saying people are like, what's that? It's like, there's Whoa. a microphone in there? You're, it's so small. And you're recording it as you... Wait a as minute. As you're moving? Whoa. And you have a computer? Yeah. In the car? Cutting edge. Yeah. Now? No, not so much. It's lame. Like one, of the, like one of those big... Interslice. Se- <laughs> like one of those big cell phones with the giant antennas yeah. on them. <laughs> you know what I thought would be cool? You know how they're making those, like, uh... You know how they're making those, like, little plug-in things for, uh... For your cell phone? Yeah. You know, and it, you plug it in and it looks like a actual phone. That oh, yeah, yeah, up on the yeah, receiver. I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, and it's got the little button to pick it up. And, sure. you know, it works just like your headset, you know, like your iPod headphones. Sure. But it just looks like a telephone an old, receiver. An old-fashioned telephone receiver, yeah. yeah. And what I was thinking was if they made a version of that, because they've got a couple of different versions. They've got one that just looks like a regular, you know, kind of portable phone. And they've got one that looks like an old-fashioned, you know, rotary-style yeah. receiver. Uh, I thought that it'd be funny if they made one that looked like an old-fashioned cell phone. Sure. You know, like a great big, yeah, yeah, you why know, not? great yeah. big box. I Absolutely. thought that'd be cool. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet, though. I think it'd be funny if they did one that looks like a shoe from Get Smart. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and some of them are Bluetooth, and some of them are wired. Right. I like the Bluetooth ones. So you can just pull out the receiver sure. and be like, hey, sure. what's going on? But the shoe would be funny. Shoe would be funny. Yeah. yeah. It'd be really good if it was your actual shoe. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> just take it off. Hello. It would vibrate. <laughs> That'd be your ringtone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I uh, had one of those moments today where... This guy came in, uh, nice guy, he's a regular customer of ours, buys a lot of stuff from us. Uh, chatted with him a while back, like months and months ago, uh, because he came in and was buying some gifts for his wife. Yeah. And uh, spent about two hours up at the front desk wrapping them all individually. and uh, Just and hanging out. Just hanging out, you know, and every once in a while we'd shoot the breeze and stuff like that. And... Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I had forgotten his name, and as, as he was leaving today, I, you know, he, I shook his hand, and he was like, and what's your name again, Francois? And, I, and uh, he looked me in the eye, told me his name, then I repeated it back to him. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> Just no idea. <laughs> totally blanked on Plain it. Plain name or fancy name? I think it was, it was, I think it was Robert. 
I'm pretty sure he said Robert. Or Eric, maybe. It was a plain name. I know his wife's uh, name. His wife's, I remember his wife's name. He said, this is Lorraine. That's his wife's name. Okay. I have no idea what this guy's name is. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I know he'll come back in, and I, you know, we've we've well, only met. You figure you got a couple more chances I got at one, it. I got one more ask, I think, and then I better know this guy's. Because you can say, now you told me your name last time. Yeah, you told me your name last time, and I've, I've completely forgot. Yeah. And we always see each other like a few months apart. That buys you some, you know, like even if you met a sure. guy three or four times. If, if he came back in tomorrow, you'd be screwed. Right. Yeah, if he came back in tomorrow, I would have to be like, hey, Buddy, you. What's going on, pal? <laughs> you. Hey, fella. <laughs> Righto, bud. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. But if he can if he comes in like a month from now, I might get a little like, yeah, I'm sorry, your name was. It was Robert or Eric, or. Some other name I've George. forgotten. George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping, hoping not to see him tomorrow. Hoping not to bump into him yeah. at the bar tomorrow. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, bowl, I mean, at he's, the bowling alley. He's an older, older gentleman. At the bowling alley. I doubt I'll see him at the bowling alley. Unlikely. Why? Because he's an older gentleman. Old people don't bowl? No, they do. It's just not when I go. When do you go? I go late at night. Oh, okay. When they don't allow old people. Well, I don't think it's that they don't allow them. I think it's just that they tend to be asleep by the time I'm out at the bowling alley. <laughs> so, tell me. So, if you're fat and old, there's no way you're dating them, right? Fat and old? Yeah. I'm not dating them if they're fat and old. No. No. It's too much. Ageist. Waitist. Yes, and yes. <laughs> I am. I'm allowed to be. I'm yeah, young no. and attractive. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, and trim. <laughs> and trim. I get to, I get to be weightest and ageist. Uh, very good, then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's an odd moment. Yeah, my day was uh, anticlimactic. 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 Yeah. What's that tomato juice that sounds like <gasps> clamata? Have you heard? Do you no. know what that is? Clamata. Are you thinking of chlamydia? No, no. Because that's no. not a tomato juice. No, that's a disease that uh, oozes a substance that looks like tomato juice. Ooh. Ooh. No. <laughs> that would almost be better. <laughs> uh, no, clamata. I think it's called clamata. Oh, you know what it is? What? It's... Tomato juice with clam, mixed with clam juice. Tomato juice. Which I I don't even know why they sell clam juice. It's Isn't gross. clam juice just seawater? Uh. Or do they actually squeeze clams out? Well, I think it's the juice that comes from inside the clam Shell? when you yeah when you crack it open, which is a mixture of seawater and whatever the clam's been shitting out. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get clam juice at all. I think they squeeze, squeeze a clam. And I think that's what clamata is. Ooh. Ew. No, I, I, I'm serious. Clam juice, clamata. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's like Who, tomato juice. And anyone clam drink juice. that stuff straight? 
Well, that's what I'm wondering. Do you you make a drink with it or something, right? Like Come a on. Bloody Mary or something. <clears throat> uh, Bloody Mary has tomato juice, Worcester sauce, um, and vodka. So this would be a fishy Bloody Mary. This would be a yeah bloody fish. <laughs> Something. Uh, I sea, know that a seafaring I, I'm Bloody pretty Mary. sure there's a beverage called Clamata. Hey, there's karaoke. Huh? Karaoke. They got karaoke over there. I don't know. Badass. Think we gotta go sometime. Yep. What we? What are you saying? What's your favorite karaoke song? Uh, I like uh, <clears throat> Bohemian Rhapsody. You gave me some very wise advice one time when it came to karaoke. Yeah. And it was that. Uh, you pick a song that with uh, lots of backup, with, with lots of backup that everyone likes to sing. That's along why to. Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. is so good. Yeah, everybody gets involved. You're suddenly yeah. you're yeah. not. You're gonna sound ridiculous anyway. You're right. Singing it, so right. if you're not hitting so all the, the notes, whole, it doesn't matter. Get the whole crew saying, "We will rock you" is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Except there's that whole like kind of intro part where it's. Uh, oh yeah, you know that's hard. That's yeah. hard. Don't do that one. You got to get to. Well, the, there's an intro part for Bohemian Rhapsody too. But by the time you've done that and people are, you know, uh, assessing your performance, right. the backup vocals come in and everybody's, Vish, Rilando, we, we will not let, let you go. go. Let him go. <laughs> That's right. right. So you don't have to, you know, people like, like you know, the, the time when they would be like, oh, this guy fucking sucks. They've forgotten about it because now they're singing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another one that's good to do, uh, Let's Dance, Bowie yeah. song. All right. I don't think a lot of people would sing along to that one, though. Mm, more than you'd think. Yeah? Yeah, because it's an easy one to remember. Like, you know, let's dance. Everybody yells that, you know. Yeah. All right. I might go Put with something. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. I I might would go go with something like super crazy, you know, like maybe Which some is, Metallica. Yeah, okay, or sure. Something like, or... or uh, Twisted some, Sister's always good. Yeah, some black... Black Sabbath. We're not gonna take it. Yeah. I, you could also do Come On, Feel the Noise. Sure. Quite right. Of course. Of course. Quite right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what well, else that, you do? That Green Grass song is good. It's what? a terrible, terrible, terrible song. What's the song? Uh, green Grass of Home or something. It's uh, where the girls are pretty and there's something. Oh, yeah. Here. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is <laughs> green and the girls are pretty. <laughs> right. I want you please take me home. Everybody likes to sing yeah, along with that. Everyone likes that I don't, one. I, I didn't know that one, but last time I was at the karaoke bar in New York, sure. somebody picked somebody that and I, went, yeah. I made no mental note of it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> You could probably do The Boys Are Back in Town. Everyone oh, likes sure, to sing yeah, along to that one. Boys Creek, are back Blitz in Creek, town. Ba- Blitz, uh, not Blitzkrieg Bop, but uh, uh, Ballroom Blitz. Ballroom Blitz. I don't think a lot of people know that one now. Come on. I don't think so. All right. I uh, think you might be going a little obscure with your karaoke you so? if you pick Ballroom Blitz. I mean, it's a fun one to sing. Certainly, it's one that everyone can pick up on quickly. Sure. Uh, but I don't think, you know, I mean, unless you're picking a really, really popular Oh, yeah, everybody was <laughs> like lightning. Everybody was frightening. And the world started moving. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody's pegging me. Yep. 
Ooh, you want me to get you a donut to sit on or something? No. Oh, there he is. There's yep. the kappa, and it's 35 right there. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I I think uh, ballroom blitz might be a little obscure. You'd have to go with something more like, uh, well, anything. I could turn on the classic rock station, and you'd uh, you'd know. Like anything, anything that plays on the classic rock station. Uh, walk this way. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, walk this way would be fine. Any uh, of those songs that everybody knows. Beatles songs are great because everybody knows the yeah, lyrics. Beatles or no, everybody knows some of the lyrics. Sure. Yeah, but not sure. all of them. All the chorus. Yeah, at least it's, it's the chorus. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, you could do like, uh, hey, I mean, dude. there's probably a few. Yeah, you could probably do a bunch of Aerosmith songs like uh, not just walk this way, but you could probably do like love in an elevator. Dream on. Uh, dream on. Uh, you could do. Ooh. Uh, I was answering him no. in the tongue, which he adopted. <laughs> ah, you speak truck. Yeah, that's fuck you. Street. 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 <laughs> what the? Where? What? What? We're passing the police station. This is a hotbed ah, of police activity. 35. I'm going 35. It's all right. Yep. It's all right. Everything's okay. I'm going 35. Yeah. <clears throat> uh. Ooh, you could do some Chumbawamba. No. Really? I don't. I can't think of a single oh, Chumbawamba okay. oh, song. Oh, you, you, there's only one. It's <laughs> the only one you'd need to know. I get knocked down, but oh. I get up again. <laughs> You're never gonna keep me down. I yeah, get knocked yeah, down. Everybody be sing along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably do but some Smash Mouth. So, so those stuff, some, that, stuff that yeah. reminds people of an era. You yeah. Know, well, any of those like ones, one any of those ones where you sort of scream along with it, and yeah, you know, it's just a chorus of. Uh, you know, anth it's an anthem. Yeah. School's out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, any of those ones that are sort of anthemish are good. Yep. It's too bad. You know, America doesn't have many good drinking songs. Uh, it the. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like the British. A manual Kent was a real pissant who's very rarely stable. <laughs> I digger, I digger was a boozy beggar who thank you under the table. David Hume could out consume William Frederick Hagel. And Lichtenstein was a beery swine who was just a schlosh to Schlegel. <laughs> I thought you were going to get hung up there for a second. Yeah. Um, so, uh, There's yeah. There's nothing Nietzsche couldn't teach about the raising of the wrist. Socrates himself was permanently pissed. All right, I'm going for the second verse. Here we go. John Stuart Mill, of his own free will, after half a pint of shandy, was particularly ill. Played with a say, could stick it away, half a pint of whiskey every day. Aristotle, Aristotle was a bugger for the bottle. Holmes was fond of his dram. And Rennie Descartes was a drunken fart. I think, therefore, I am. I drink, therefore, I am. Yeah. Then Socrates go. himself is particularly missed. A lovely little thinker about a bugger when he's pissed. Nice. There you go. Uh, but that is not an American drinking song. No, there's no there's no real American drinking songs. I can't be. I don't think there is. Can you think of one? I uh, mean, there's some Irish drinking songs. Like? 
I can't think of any off the top of my head, sure. but I know there must be plenty. Uh, there is, you know, there's Russian drinking songs, right? Hmm. Well, I mean, like, I don't know if you would consider uh, "Rocky Road to Dublin" an Irish drinking song. You know, no. but it's one of those that you just kind of continuously. But would everybody sing along with it? See, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, it's a it's a famous Irish song. So what American songs would everybody sort of sing along with? I don't know. Sweet Child of Mine, Paradise City, uh, Freebird, Freebird. <laughs> if I leave here tomorrow, there's got to be some American drinking songs. Oh, what about uh, one bourbon? One no, but it's not really. That's not really a drinking song. Yeah. It's just rock and roll with a drinking theme. I think that's all we got. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. But that's not even American. Nope. All right, you're right. We're gonna we gotta write. We Let's gotta go write home and a write fucking one. drinking song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some, Hell a, yeah. A, a, a chanty yeah. shanty here. <laughs> a nice little, you know, like did it, did it, did it, did it, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. We, there's gotta be some though. Well, well somebody we'll, out there's we'll gotta know up. a fucking. We'll look them up. Let's American see. drinking song. Yeah. All right. Listeners, Americans drink. To that's you. for sure. What? Yeah. Well, and they, they like to sing poorly at the top of their lungs. I guess they just don't need drinking songs to do it. <clears throat> they found a they found a way around it. No, see, you get drunk and then you sing the drinking song. You don't sing right. to get drunk. You get drunk and then you sing. Yeah, because I think you know, like uh, the there's drinking parts of of uh, Rocky Road to Dublin. You know. In a merry month of May, from me home, I started left the girls at two were nearly broken heart, saluted father dear, and kissed me darling mother, drank a pint of beer, my grief and tears to smother, and off to rape the corn, leave where I was born, cut the stuff like thorn to banish ghosts and gobble and brand new pair of bugs, rattling all the bugs, frightened all the dogs, on the rocky road to Dublin, one, two, three, four, five, hunt the hare and turn her down the rocky Drink. road, and all the way to Dublin, Drink. run around. <laughs> Drink! <laughs> yeah, okay, I get yeah. it, yeah. Uh, you know, but, uh, drink and fight and drink and fight. Yeah. And we drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. We drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. And if I see a pretty girl, I'll sleep with her tonight. Cause we drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Irish got it all figured out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the Irish drinking songs. Uh, yeah. I we gotta go write a drinking song. That's simple as that. <laughs> All right. What should it sound like? <laughs> I'm not doing it now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's unsafe to pass, and I'm not gonna write it. Drinking song. It's unsafe to pass. Unsafe to pass. So, is that what you were reading off the side of the road? I just read that, that on the sign. That would unsafe come to, to pass. Now. Reading off the side of the road. <laughs> oh, and yeah. And here yeah. we go. Uh, you, remember, yeah. you remember those rides when some kid in the back of the car is fucking reading every sign you go by? Yes. Yeah, and you're like reloading your pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Travel information at Wildflower Farm. No, stop it. Ferrisburg, Middlebury, Fairlot, <laughs> Park Ride, Ferry to New York State. Put it. Sorry. Uh, I thought that's what we were doing. You started it. No, I just. Yeah, well, I'm ending it. It's, it's what you were supposed to say. It's, it's funny when you read one sign. That it's irritating when you read two. Oh, I was gonna be that kid. Yes. Oh, you are that kid. Oh, thanks. Um, have you had their pulled pork sandwiches right there? No. 
They're good. When have you had one? I can't remember. I, I remember eating it and thinking it was good. I remember your brother raised like about a, it. Your sister worked there for a like, day. Yeah, like two days. Two days. And then she decided not She's for like, me. She's like, yeah, you know what, never mind. What was the deal there? Uh, Well, it was before she was dating Paul. Right. And she was looking for... She or, was sick of... Uh, BP. Oh, BP, is he? She was sick of a particular person we used to work with. <coughs> and she was thinking that maybe if she got a job that was a little closer to home and that's when I hired her for the mess. Yep. That was a good it move. It was right at that transition. That was a good move. Yep. We pulled so, her out of the fire there. Yeah. And she was gonna work she was gonna work at the sandwich place, but she did not she was not enjoying it. And then What was wrong with it? I don't think she liked making the food. You know, you had to make fucking. You had to make sandwiches. Sandwiches. That was the, that was the job. Oh, and she didn't yeah. want to make the sandwiches. I don't think so. Not unless she was gonna eat them. <laughs> uh, your sister can be crazy like that. Sometimes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck that. Make somebody else's food. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what am I, their slave? Yeah. I don't think I don't, so. I think not. Um. Let me get, how, how about you she, get back here and make your own goddamn? I will sandwich. tell you though, she's becoming quite the cook. She's a very good cook. Yeah. She and she's getting better. She's she's really she's owning her skills. Really? Yeah. I haven't cooked anything in a long time. Well, we did those souvlaki the other night, That's which true. were amazing, by the way. Uh, yeah, we fucking blew it out of the water. Um, we gotta get. Wish I was eating one right now. I know, me too. We gotta get our pita down, though. Yeah, our pita's gross. Yeah. It's actually it it almost ruins it. Kara wants to make the pita. I've heard that it's not hard to do. It seems more difficult though than I've tried to make those flat breads before. They're not as easy as you think they're going to be. Really? I've tried to make Indian flat breads like chapatis and yeah, and but those are the Indian flat breads. Naan and stuff like that. That's well, completely different. Because you need a tantori oven to do it. No, I was just I was actually making things up. I don't know. You're so full of shit. I was pretty full of shit there. Uh, you got me. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans, I'll say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, but I, I, I would like to, if we could improve our, our pita, uh, our souvlaki's would be world class. Because let me tell you, we were at the Quangrack, the home of tzatziki sauce, where I first was inspired to make yeah. tzatziki. Where I, as a young lad, first yeah. encountered Where I was weaned, the delicious sauce. I was weaned on the Quangrak souvlaki, and we had it, what, this weekend? Yep. My sauce is better. Yeah, it is. I I would never have imagined it, but my sauce is better. That's true. Uh, and on that note... Ride on! <laughs>